Hi, Karen Kambule here. Welcome to the Word Anchor Podcast, where we aim to search, find, share, and apply scriptures to life's issues. We will find victory and succeed in life if we are anchored in the Word of God. Please do enjoy this episode. Shalom. Hi, thank you for tuning in. This episode is titled, God Hears Us. As we close the month of prayer, the month of January, at the time that believers worldwide would take to fast and pray and seek the face of God, it is the beginning and people want to commit themselves and whatever they would do the year, in the year or during the year to God. It is the time to seek the face of God. And people have been praying. Those that have not been praying, it's also by choice. And there is no condemnation for any. As long as whatever you do, you do in the name of the Lord. Now, as we pray, as we have prayed, we are expecting that God will do the things that we have asked of him. However, sometimes when you have prayed, it may seem like the situation takes longer or the situation just lingers on and does not change. It may even feel as if you never prayed or things have even gotten worse. Could be that you started prayer sick and you've gotten even worse. Or when you started praying, you're hoping that you get the answer immediately. Perhaps you're looking for a job and you're hoping that that job would come immediately and it doesn't. Maybe your marriage is in trouble and you see the signs that no things are coming to an end, but you have prayed. The book of 1 John chapter 5 verse 14 to 15 has some encouragement for us. It says, Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Praise God. And in Mark 11 verse 22 to 24 it says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Praise God. There are key ways here in both scriptures. One of those is that we must have faith in him. You must have confidence in him, confidence in God, not in yourself, confidence in God, not in your prayers, confidence in God, not in your fasting, confidence in God, not in your doing good. Praise the Lord. Because if you have confidence in yourself, when you have not prayed, you may think that God will not hear you. If you have confidence in whatever you have done, if you have not done it, then you are doomed. But if you have confidence in God, you'd know that God knows my heart. God knows all things, but God is faithful to himself. And the words that he has spoken in his word, the Bible, and the spoken words that he speaks to us even today, he is faithful to fulfill them. Also, the verses are saying, ask, say, believe, not doubt. Don't just go to God and ask, and then when you leave your prayer room and you or your prayer closet, you already speak words that are contrary to what you are praying about. 
you you need healing you have prayed for healing you have asked for healing you have declared you have you have confessed the word of god when you get up there you're like this headache is going to kill me you already are speaking for the bible says out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks when you're saying this headache is going to kill me you are already speaking out of the abundance of your heart the very things that you are thinking about the things that hold you captive inside are the things that you are speaking instead of what you have already spoken from the word of god the word says don't doubt speak it and stay on it know that he hears you and if you know that he hears you the word of god says therefore you will have the things that you have asked of him so it speaks of his character that when he hears but then it says if you pray according to his will so when he hears the words that you speak when he hears your prayers and those prayers are aligned to his word he jumps in because then he says this person is now repeating what i said then he has to be faithful to what he has said because his character is on the line he is the god that never lies he is the god that is faithful and true he is the god that is trustworthy and therefore when he says ask it shall be given he has to be faithful to the words that he has spoken otherwise then he is not god but he is god he is not a son of man he never lies it also says believe that you have it receive it and then you'll have it praise the lord this sounds like simple words but in reality they are difficult because every time you pray the enemy comes and tells you a different story the enemy always tries to take you away from your prayer from the words that you have spoken now we may want to look at the word of god and see how does it work because mark 11 goes further than asking goes further than praying it says the words that you say if you look at it it says here you'll you, you you'll say to this mountain be removed you not not god you you will not say to god father please remove the mountain he says you if you say to this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea at times we want to delegate the words to god we want to delegate the work to god we want to delegate the confession to god we want to say god remove this thing and here he says you must say it if you say it and don't doubt but you believe then he says the things that you have said they will be done the things you said not the things you prayed for of course he goes further to say whatever things you ask when you pray but we see that these two things you pray or you say or you pray and say but whichever way you don't doubt you don't you believe then you'll have the things you've asked of him but you must say it we like to be prayed for too much we want somebody else to say the words but here the word of god says you must say it if we go to the book of john chapter 11 the story of lazarus we will be able to see the power of the spoken word not just the prayers but the words that you say with your mouth so that we can be able to guard our hearts and guard our tongue and tame our tongue so that what comes out of our heart and comes through the mouth is lined up with the word of god at all times that we never ever agree with the devil concerning anything but we always stick to the word of god even if the situation testifies otherwise because the word of god is living and powerful it is sharper than any double edged sword it's able to do what god has promised us in the book of john chapter 11 we are told that lazarus was sick and that message was sent to jesus lazarus the the, the one whom you love lord is sick they tell jesus christ 
Lazarus is sick and is in Bethany, and Jesus is far away from Bethany. When he receives this message, the first words that Jesus Christ said was, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. So, it's the words that Jesus Christ spoke. He didn't go to God and say, Father, I pray that you'll save Lazarus from this sickness. He said, this sickness is not unto death. But then Jesus Christ then drags God into it. He drags the Father into it. He says, it is for the glory of God. And uh, in heaven, they are thinking, there is an opportunity for God to give to receive glory. There is the opportunity for the glory of God. And also for the glory of the Son of God. And, and God will not miss that opportunity because he will not share his glory with anyone. Now, here is an opportunity for God. This sickness is not unto death, but God will be glorified through it. But then Jesus Christ stays on two more days. He stays on two more days. Just like at times you'll pray and you'll think, Father, I thought you heard me, but nothing happened. Quietness, nothing, not even goosebumps or anything, nothing. You have prayed. And you have spoken the word and you have confessed the word of God. But then God is quiet. He may be quiet for the whole year concerning your situation. And you know that this is the word of God. It's his promise. And you are praying. He may, he may be quiet for three years, five years. Some people have prayed for a thing for ten years. And it may seem like God does not hear. It's as if he's staying behind for two more days. For three more years. For five more years. For ten more years. But he has already spoken. He said, the sickness is not unto death. But then Lazarus dies. And Jesus says in verse 11, John 11 verse 11, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake me, him up. Our friend Lazarus sleeps. It's not dead, but sleeps. He speaks the things that are not as if they were. Lazarus is sleeping, but he's actually dead. Two more days Jesus Christ died, and that man died. A friend of Jesus, as it is said. The one whom you love. Even a relative, perhaps. He dies. And Jesus speaks, says he's sleeping. And heaven's just like, if someone is sleeping, they will wake up from the sleep. And the disciples also say the same thing. If he's sleeping, he will wake up. Jesus Christ says, I'm going to wake him up. Why would you have to leave to go wake up somebody who is asleep? Lazarus died. Your situation may even get worse. Your situation may become hopeless. And you may think that Jesus Christ has not heard you. But the words have reached heaven. I'm going to wake him up. Notice that he has not yet prayed. He has not yet asked. But he has just spoken words. He has spoken words and the heavens have heard the word. Then he went. When he approached Bethany, Martha came and said to him, Lord, if you were here, if only you were here, my brother would not have died. He sa she says, but even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Even now, I know. Jesus Christ gets excited. Martha believes that if I ask anything of God, God will give me. Of course, the word of God says, ask you will receive. So Jesus Christ is excited here. Here is someone that believes. Whatever I may ask, the Father is going to give me. This is a woman that believes that I have power to heal. I could have healed Lazarus. But now the situation has gotten worse. He has died. But she still believes that whatever thing I ask of the Father, the Father will give me. And Jesus does not ask the Father anything. What he says to her is, your brother will rise again. Verse 23. 
he's still not asking the father anything concerning Lazarus. He is just speaking words. Remember, he said it is to, for the glory of God so that the son may be glorified through it. Your brother will rise again. Martha backtracks. Oh, Martha. Remember, she's the one that was busy in the kitchen when Mary was busy receiving the word of God at the feet of Jesus. So Martha was not fully trained in the word of God. She had not yet learned how to divide the word of God, rightly divide the word of God. She did not understand what Jesus Christ was saying. She backtracks and says, I know he will rise at the resurrection at the last day. But mother, you've just said, you know that whatever Jesus may ask of God, God will give him. Why then are you pushing the issue of resurrection to the last day? Why not resurrection now? Why is the resurrection now going further to the last days? Jesus looks at mother and says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me, shall never die. Do you believe this? Do you believe this mother? You, you, you've confessed good words before and you've backtracked, but now do you believe? Um, uh, Jesus Christ is like, I need to pin you down to your faith. I need you to believe. I need you to hold on to my words and believe to what I'm saying. Mother, yes, I believe, Lord. Now Jesus Christ says, where have you laid him? They take him to the grave. They go to the grave. The multitude follows. And when they arrive at the grave, at the grave, Jesus Christ said to them, roll away the stone. You'll notice that Mary has not said anything. She, she only said, if you were here, my brother would not have died. When they get to the grave, when Jesus Christ says, roll away the stone, Mary doesn't say anything. But Martha backtracks again. She had been asked, do you believe this? And she said, yes. But now at the grave, she says, Lord, he has been buried four days. There will be a stench. She is concerned that there will be a stench. Yet she said she believes that whatever the son asks the father, the father will do. She had believed that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. She has believed that he who believes in the Lord will not die. But now they are in the grave. They are standing at the graveside. And Jesus Christ is saying, roll away the stone. Mother, no, there is a stench. In fact, Lord, you should have been here a long time ago. If you were here a long time ago, we would not even have to come to the grave because Lazarus would be alive. Lord, now it's been four days. Maybe if it was one day, it would have been better. Perhaps the blood would still be warm a little bit. But now it's four days. He's long dead. He's thinking. He's decaying already. There is no hope. Martha has lost hope. Even though she says, I believe. It's like the apostles when... Jesus Christ said to them, you of little faith, because their faith would not prevail. Their faith will go a little while and stop. Their faith will go a little while and when the wind blow, then it stops. It's like some of us today. Our faith can go only up to salvation. We believe, we are convinced that we are saved. We stand up and we testify of our salvation, yet we are still here in the flesh. But then when it comes to healing, we backtrack. This Sickness is going to kill me. Jesus said, this sickness is not unto death, but to the glory of God. Now, Martha has backtracked again. And Jesus is a bit offish on this one. He says to her, did I not say to you 
that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God. Mother, did I not say to you, did I not say believe, Mother? Did I not say believe? And you'll see the glory of God. You see, the glory of God comes to those that believe. Praise the name of the living God. You have to believe to see the glory of God. You have to believe to see the glory of God. The glory comes to those that believe. Those that doubt will not see the glory of God. Then Jesus said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you have sent me. So I'm not saying these things because I'm asking you to do something. No, I am just communicating with you because I know that you have heard me. What? But Jesus Christ, you have not yet prayed. You have not yet asked anything of the Father concerning this situation. But Jesus says, I know you have heard me. What did God hear? God has heard Jesus saying, this sickness is not unto death, praise the Lord. Jesus has already spoken and God has already heard that this sickness is unto the glory of God. And he has already heard that the son will be glorified through it. The father has already heard that the brother of Martha will rise again. The father has already heard that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Sometimes we think that we're going to get the things by praying, asking the Father. But Jesus is saying to us here, there is a better way as well. Say it with your mouth, believing in your heart that these things are true. He spoke words that he believed in. And he thought that Martha would believe the same words, but Martha kept on backtracking. And Jesus says, I know you have heard me and you always hear me. You hear me always, Father. That means when Jesus went up to the mountain, the father heard him. Whatever thing they were talking about, the father heard him. Maybe he was saying to the father, Lord, I've done a lot of things. I've healed people. Um, now it's time that I begin to raise the dead, that your, your name will be glorified, that they will see that I am of God. I am God. I've come from God. I come with the power from heaven that they may believe. He says, that may, they may believe that you have sent me, that the people will see a dead man coming alive and they will believe that this man, Jesus, is from heaven, not from here. He has been sent from heaven by God the Father. He is not from here. I know that you hear me always. What does the Father hear from your mouth, child of God? What do you say with your mouth? Because he hears you. Whether you are asking him, whether you are saying things, whether you're confessing things, when Jesus was speaking all this time, he was not speaking to the Father, he was speaking to Martha or Mary. But the Father in heaven heard him. Because you see, without faith it's impossible to please God. Faith is that substance. Heaven wants the substance and they move in on your situation. But if your substance is not there, but there is doubt, they will not move. God will not move on your situation. If you're still doubting, he will not move on your situation. He wants you to believe. He wants you to believe. He wants you to believe without any explanation. Not trying to explain the how and the why and the when. But saying, I believe my God is going to do it for me. Jesus spoke words. He said with his mouth. What are you saying with your mouth as a child of God? What are you saying, brothers and sisters? What are the words that you are saying? When you are in trouble, you are facing a situation. The enemy is attacking you. What are you saying with your mouth? I, 
Are you looking at the devil as someone that is more powerful than God? What are you saying? Guard the words that you speak. Guard them with your heart. Believe in God and speak the word of God. Jesus had confidence in God the Father. He had faith in God. He says, say it, then you will have it. Pray to God and speak the word of God and he will do it for you. And all Jesus Christ said, Lazarus, come out. Just two words, Lazarus, come out. If you have faith in God, know that he hears you, then he will do it for you. If you have faith in him and believe in him, know that he hears you. And because God hears you, he will do the things that you have said with your mouth. May you begin to speak the words that are aligned to the word of God and to his will. Say it, believe it, and you will have it. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wet Anchor Podcast. I hope you are inspired and blessed by this message. Kindly share it with someone and spread the word. Continue to be anchored in the word of God. Till next time, stay blessed.